Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. Thanks for downloading. I'm your host, Wes Shank, and I'm here today with our co-host and general manager, David McDerris. Each week, we review the latest, greatest happenings in wind and solar and how they'll impact your alternative energy projects. If you'd like more information about anything you hear on the podcast, check out our online education resources at windandsolar.com, including links to over 300 YouTube videos and 112-plus podcasts that you and I have done. Well, mostly me. You're just kind of along for the ride. (laughs) Uh, uh, If you want to, you can always reach out to our Seymour-based sales team at 417-708-5359. Ask them any questions. You can email them, too, at sales at windandsolar.com. And if you really want to get in depth, come and have lunch with David and Subway at our hands-on workshop in Seymour. We've got a free workshop, and then we've got the two-day super duper class. Uh, You can get details on all of this at our website, windandsolar.com. You can also join our newsletter there and be able to get all kinds of little goodies in your inbox. So, David, let's talk about we don't get into coming features very often, nope. but we're going to talk about one today that we've got imminent and kind of bring that into a full just discussion on all-in-one units. Right. And we've sold a few of those for years, and we're going to actually add to that. But we want to just talk about that upcoming unit and just some pros and cons on the all-in-one board. So to begin with, let's just talk about what's an all-in-one system so an all-in-one system is an inverter and a charger. And when I say that, I don't mean just like the Ames used to are still manufacture what they call Pico. We call it the Pico Golf Series, right? And it was an inverter charger. Well, what it had to do for the charging, though, was take external AC power. Okay. So, All right. Let's dumb it down even more. Okay. When we're inverting what? When we're inverting, we're changing DC power to AC power. So batteries. So taking battery voltage and changing it into... 110 or 220 volt and then uh, we're, usable we're power. charging from on the pico golf we're charging from an ac source so a generator and or the actual electric grid you could actually charge your batteries with the electric grid okay but mostly what we're talking about when we're talking about charging are we not wind and solar correct so the all-in-one units going back to we have these new ones on the market the all-in-one units are actually able to take pv voltage directly into the unit and actually do the charging with that PV voltage. So there's no external charge controller needed. The charge controller is actually built in. So if you're using one of these, you basically have three components, right? You've got a source, which is again, solar panels or a wind turbine. Right. You've got batteries, which is the storage. And then you've got this unit that basically then figures it all out from there. Correct. That is correct. And our current top leader is, I'm assuming, what I've got in my house, which is a Solar. Solar, yeah. They're one of the industry leaders right now. What's so much different about them versus just the traditional system is just that ability that is built all into one deal. And the voltage input ranges, like the Solar can handle up to 600 volt input. You can run your panels in a high voltage string, reducing the amount of wire needed make it an easier installation. And then also the ability, it has multiple inputs in the actual unit. 
and they can actually charge back to that voltage of battery bank that you're wanting to do. And it does it in an MPPT style format. So there again, that word MPPT keeps coming up and that means it's looking at that battery bank and making sure that it's given an optimal charging efficiency on that battery bank. And I know the Solark, we've talked about it many times on the podcast and YouTube videos. The Solark can take in solar panels. It can take in grid Grid, it can take in generator. generator. Yeah. Onto that battery bank, you can actually add our wind turbine. You just go through that battery bank and through the, usually you're going to use a lithium battery combiner box. And on that, you can actually add the wind turbine to that to charge. And then from that battery bank, it will actually send power back into that yeah. solar unit. That's what the all-in-one units do. Now, the downside to the solar, if there's a downside, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Uh, the 15Ks, which I've got in my house, $8,250. And so that's where we have been working. And we've had several different models that we've gone through, but we've really settled on our SkyMax Stratus 3, right? Correct. And this is a new unit that we'll be offering, hoping. Very uh, soon. I hope by the end of June that we've yeah. got. And so tell me a little bit about these. I think the first thing we probably could say is, What's the price point that we're going to be in the mid 2000 range? It is a significantly significant on a 10,000 watt inverter. But with that, there's still some changes, obviously. So tell us what we're looking at with this new all in one. So the new all in one, unlike the Solark, our all in one will not be grid tie capable. These will be an off grid. These are made for off grid applications. They are stackable, which so is Solark. Stackable being what Wes has done in his home where he has multiple units. So if he needs extra power, if Wes needed more than 15,000 watts at one given time, which is possible because he is totally off grid. Yeah. So if he needed more input than that, when the master says, I don't have enough, it can go over to the, one of the next slave units and take that away from it and help run that system. So the SR or the SkyMax will be the same deal. The SkyMax will actually have where you can stack these units. I think you can stack up to eight of them, if I remember. Yeah, uh, okay. So, yeah, you can get <laughs> just tons and tons of power off these. They have a 500-volt input range, very similar to the Solark. So, meaning you can put in high-level strings of panels. And, you know, with these, the SkyMax Stratus 3, with us, we are now carrying, and we've talked about this before, but the remanufactured panels, the refurbished panels, it's going to allow people to get into a solar system at a much discounted rate versus going out and having to buy, you know, a Solark that, a 12K Solark that was $7,100 and say a 400 watt panel that were $350 each, you know, you're going to buy, you can buy literally Oh yeah, I was 20 panels. We did a newsletter recently talking about those those are less than 40 cents a watt. Yeah. So you can literally buy 5,000 watts of panels for $2,000 and then have, a say, a $2,500 inverter and then add whatever battery chemistry you want to that. And you're up and going. I mean, so that's going to run a lot of things. I mean, that's 25 kilowatts and a day. Let's talk about that for just a second because in this context, we're talking about the value on this, the value proposition of that inverter being that price and then the remands being that price. This is seriously the equivalent of the certified used vehicle. Right. That's exactly right. And yeah. I mean, it, because remands, you know, and I think we've talked about this in earlier podcasts, remands are not just used panels. No. They're not just taken off a roof and say, there you go. 
The, we could do that. We can. And, that, and if we did that, we would call them used. Used. Panel. They would just be used panels. <laughs> They've taken off the roof. They're not cleaned. They're not checked. They're not. These panels have came back into a third-party system. They've been totally rechecked. They've been checked for voltage, amperage output, the whole thing. Oftentimes the Oftentimes MC4 the MC4s, almost 90% of the time, maybe even greater, that the MC4s are new MC4s are put on. They've checked the diodes in them, made sure that all the diodes are correct. Uh, washed them. Washed them, cleaned them. The only thing you may see just a little bit of is on the paint itself, on the black-on-black panels, just with the, some, scuffs. Uh, some scuffs where they had the original clamping on it. But that's it. It has and, no effect on the panel whatsoever. Yeah, and I would say the only other thing about them that is an issue is that most of these are relatively low wattages to what you would go buy. Right. But that's because where the majority of these are coming from are basically trade-in. Right. Yeah. And that's why they've taken them off. It's not because they've lost the end of their life or anything of that nature. You know, that's just not what it is. It's just... A lot of these facilities that have taken them off, they only had a certain amount of space that they could take up. Well, these newer panels, these 450 and 500-watt panels, they're taking up about the same space, yet they can and increase. You know, they can almost <laughs> double what their output was. So that's exactly what happened. That's why these are being taken off like they are. So anyway, that got off topic just a bit. No, like, but we've been that. looking. What is a way that we can get people... Yeah, entry because, into solar yeah, that opens up a whole new market to people that always wanted to do it, but the cost factor just wasn't there. Yeah, uh, out at my house, we've only got twenty acres, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we could run on Seymour. Well, <laughs> where I was going with that is, I don't need a brand new tractor out there, right? You know, a used tractor, a used bush hog, a used that's right, rake, that's all right. That. Shoot, yeah, man, like you and Trevor who actually have. Real farms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. There again, it just kind of opens that market to people that always wanted to do something, but just a little bit cost prohibitive. And this all-in-one is going to open that market. Now, you could even do less expensive than the all-in-one. Oh, yeah. But what this does, it really makes it a more of a plug-and-play. Yeah, so that's the pro. That's the major pro of the all-in-one. The all-in-one is very easy to use, minimal setup required on them. So the ease of installation is just almost negligible. I mean, it is just so easy to use versus the old style system that when I came around, that's the only thing that was around. And that is having independent products. So that's having combiner boxes, breakers, charge controller, more breakers and more, I mean, so on. So inverter, the battery's always been off by itself. But what that also does is in that old style system, it does allow you to change and take out and maneuver any of those parts that you want. So you may have started out with a 6,000 watt inverter, 48 volt. You may have started out with just a couple few panels because you're just running a big heavy load disc every now and then. Then you said, wait a minute, I want to really grow. At that point, your inverter is still good. Your batteries are still good. You can still just add to that. But you might be able to take out that combiner box or add another combiner box to that, add another charge controller to that. And so you can add on it so you're not limited out to what you can do. Where's the all-in-one? It's just a one-shot. I would bet bet money right now. The dollar proposition on that from what you spent. I just happened to make a quote the other day, and it was just almost dead even. That was using a 4,000-watt inverter versus the new Stratus 3's 10,000 watt capability. Yeah. So, it's not so really, it wasn't apple to apple. Yeah. It was not one to one. It well, was one to 1.25. And then the other thing I was just thinking as you were talking about that is we know in anything we do, I mean, whether it's having employees check their email 
versus running power through a building, the less points of failure that you have in any environment is always better. Yeah, because, I mean, every time that you have a point of contact, so, and when I say point of contact, that's where a wire is being tightened down into a breaker, being tightened down onto a lug. You've said in the class all the time, the number one troubleshooting we start with is- Loose connection. Is a loose connection. Yeah, that's just it. So, yes, that is 100% the deal there. So, the the pros of the all-in-one, ease of installation, minimal contact points, the con of it is if anything was to happen with that unit on the inverter or the charging side, you got to get a warranty replaced. Yes, I mean, it's kind of like computers now. Used to, when you first started out with computers, you built them you built component them. by component. And now the cost I had, had a laptop and I smacked a bug with it the other yeah. day, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just the deal. I would say the new SkyMax 3 is going to open doors to people that there again wanted to be in a system that never was able to do it before because it's going to be able to accept up to 10,000 watts of solar into this thing as well. So that is a lot of energy. On average, that's 50 kilowatts a day. Most homes, especially in off-grid situations, most homes don't use 50 kilowatts a day. Yeah. And that's for the whole day versus right. out of one right. one time. I mean, 50 kilowatts is a lot of energy a day. So that's, <laughs> that's uh, running three or four dryers at once. Yes. So anyway, that's the new one coming that it's going to be a game changer for us. And just overall in the industry, the industry's pushed towards the all-in-ones. You know, that's just kind of because people like me, they like simple. It's just made it a lot more simple to way of doing it. The only thing that I can see that they can make it just a little bit more simple is instead of having to strip your wire and insert it, you should be able to just click on with your MC4 connectors directly to the bottom. That's the only thing. Uh, Solark, that's thinking about that one. Uh, but <laughs> I know one of the things, and I imagine this is not the case in these. I haven't looked at the full data sheet on these. You know, one of the things that's very nice about the Solarks is they do have an app that you can, some people may say this is bad, some people may say good, but actually the Solar technician connect into my system yes, remotely yes. if I really need some super troubleshooting. Is that on the Stratus 3s? Is that? The Stratus 3 won't have that capable. Not, it will be Bluetooth, I think, capable. Okay. Well, but that's it, huge. Yeah, it'll I mean, be Bluetooth capable, but you won't be able to uh, get back on because in the off-grid community, right. we've found we have more pushback to that than we have in favor of that. Now, that's one thing, you know, there are multiple all-in-one units on the market. The biggest thing that I would always say when you're going to purchase an all-in-one unit is just check to see the technical help that you're going to get to receive. Because if you're not going to be able to get technical assistance on them, you're going to be very frustrated in the deal. And I can tell you, even with Solar, that has been huge. Yeah. I mean, that is- So if you can't call us and speak to somebody that knows the unit, knows how to help you get through it, it can become so frustrating that you just, you want to scrap the whole project. And that's a real, I'm glad you brought that up because it's a huge distinction on what we do here is that our guys can all to a man pretty much troubleshoot with you the vast majority of the time before having to refer you to actually the manufacturer's Correct. support. That is a big, big deal. And yeah, because I mean, it's here, I'm not going to say that we answer the phone on every single, because there may be people ahead of you that have called doing the same thing. And our technicians are also salesmen, so they may be selling somebody a new unit. But by leaving a voicemail, don't just call and hang up on us. 
and then try to call back and then get frustrated that we're not answering, just leave a voicemail. I will guarantee that we will call you back. Yeah. We just call you back. I mean, that is something I sit there right there all day with those guys. I'm part of that group and you'll hear them. I've called such and such. Did you call such and such? And that happens since we are a brick and mortar store. There'll be times that there's three and four people in the store at one time. So everybody's out on the floor trying to help. Yeah, I mean, I always like compare us to like O'Reilly's or yeah. the auto parts. I mean, I love that. Usually you can walk in there and just tell the guy what I'm doing. Yeah. And he's able to help me immediately. And, and so that's kind of what we are here too. And so don't get frustrated with us. Just give us the chance to say your name, say your phone number. And just say, call me back. You don't even have to tell us what it's about. Just call me back and we'll give you a call. So Okay. All right. Well, look for those in the coming months. I think we're going to have a really good response to that, especially with the remand panels that we've got coming in. And I think we'll get some folks to be able to start a project in a good, cost-effective way for them. Yep. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Thanks for checking our podcast out. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, or just want to say hello, email us at radio at windandsolar.com. As always, check out our store at windandsolar.com and buy some stuff. Your financial support underwrites our educational outreach, like the podcast, YouTube channel, and local STEM collaboration. It also keeps Lucy and her doggy chicken treats. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>